This is episode number 217, and today we'll talk about which parts of the Old Testament still apply to Christians today. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. If you spend enough time reading the Old Testament, you'll inevitably stumble onto some really interesting commands, right? Like, don't eat meat from cloven hoof animals. Sorry, if you really wanted that bacon cheeseburger, it's just not going to be in the cards for you. <laughs> you know, uh, things like engaging in animal sacrifices to absolve your sins, and even commands concerning how farmers plant and harvest their wheat. Didn't know if you knew there were commands about that, but there are. And there are a lot of things mentioned in the Old Testament law that we don't do today, that we as Christians do not partake in. And you may have wondered from time to time, who decided what applies and what doesn't? You know, obviously, we're Christians, we're in the New Covenant, so certain things will, won't apply anymore because we have Jesus, but what does and what doesn't? And, and how do you even filter that? How would, you, how would you know it if you read it? You know, if the Word of God includes the Old Testament, which includes the law, what parts of that should we be following? And which parts can we comfortably, you know, say, that was for them, but not for us? Well, there's something that I learned recently that really helped me uh, answer this question for myself, and I think will be really helpful for you as well. And I don't know if you knew this, but the Old Testament contains three categories of laws. That's right. So you have the law, which is traditionally the the first five books of the Bible. And within that, there are three different categories of laws. So they're not all bundled into one. The first category is called ceremonial. So ceremonial laws. And that deals mainly with the priesthood initiation and the priestly procedures as they related to the various sacrifices through which the people of the Old Testament were cleansed of their sins. So basically, everything surrounding the temple and the Ark of the Covenant and that kind of stuff. All right? But it also included directions for festivals, right? So the festival of, of booths, the festival of weeks, the festival of unleavened bread, the Passover, like those, those kinds of things they would have laws and directions for. Uh, offerings and sacrifices, like what animals to offer for what kinds of sins and the way to do it and, and you know, options for people that couldn't afford goats and things like that. Like there are commands and laws for that. And then also just priestly duties and regulations, how priests were supposed to conduct themselves and what they needed to do as part of their job. You know, so all of those fall under the umbrella of ceremonial laws. And all of those laws expired with the fulfillment of Christ as the high priest. So if you want to dig a little bit deeper into how Jesus did that, then I encourage you to read Hebrews, because Hebrews gives you a really good sense of how Jesus was able to fulfill that role and render it obsolete. All right. The second category of law in the Old Testament are civil laws. So that is relationships between individuals, the settling of disputes, and, you know, how you would describe proper behavior, right? So what do you do if you accidentally kill your neighbor's cow? That is a law in the Old Testament. <laughs> you know, if, and unless you live on a farm, you might not have thought about that. <laughs> but what are you supposed to do if you accidentally kill your neighbor's cow or lose, lose his axe or something like that? Well, the Old Testament has laws for that. 
How should you dress? What is the proper attire for people of God? And even laws about the way in which you conduct warfare with your enemy, right? Did you know that if you were to conduct warfare on a neighboring tribe, that when you go and siege their city, that you were supposed to offer them a truce first before you start trying to tear the walls down? Yeah, that's in the Bible. So there's a bunch of laws concerning basically how the nation of Israel was supposed to exist and coexist both with itself and with the nations around it, all right? And so all of those laws expired with the demise of the Jewish civil government, right? Those things that were necessary for having an earthly kingdom of people that were chosen by God to be set apart, those things don't really apply to us now because we're not a part of an earthly kingdom like the Jews were. And then the third category of laws are moral laws. And those are based on the character of God and extend from the Old Testament into the New Testament, right? So you can think of these laws as being a reflection of who God is and what is and isn't a reflection of his character, right? So like lying, lying is wrong in the Old Testament, still wrong in the New Testament. Idolatry, serving anything other than God as God is still wrong in the New Testament. Uh, Sexual sins. Wrong in the Old Testament, wrong in the New Testament. So so those are the kinds of things that still apply in the New Testament. Like there are certain uh, detailed commands and laws in the Old Testament that fall under this moral sin category that aren't mentioned or aren't specified in the New Testament that are still very applicable to Christians today. All right, so... So hopefully that gives you a better sense of, you know, what's going on when you're reading through Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, and you're like, I don't even know if any of this applies to me. Well, some of it still does. And so next time you're reading the Old Testament and you come across a set of laws or a list of laws, you can now ask yourself, does this fall into the ceremonial, civil, or moral bucket? And, you know, if it falls in the moral bucket, then I need to make sure that I'm applying it in my life in some way. Now, this isn't foolproof. This isn't like full stop. Once you identify something as not being a moral law, you can throw it away because there are definitely some ceremonial and civil laws that communicate principles that we still that are still relevant to us today. Um, but hopefully by understanding these three different categories, it should certainly make it a little less confusing when trying to figure out what laws are really relevant for you in your life on a daily basis. That is it for today. If you listen on an iPhone, I would really love it if you left a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I enjoy reading everything you guys have to say, and it always just warms my heart when I I see a nice little five-star review. Uh, I want to give a special thanks and shout-out to all of my patrons who help keep this podcast advertisement-free. And if this episode helped you in some way or you learned something new, please pass it along to someone that you know would benefit from listening to it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.